Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his Grand Circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, mantenganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, on today's podcast, I wanted to talk about something that's a little bit different. It's a different side of Disney, if you will. Maybe it's not so different to some people, but it's a little bit different because we're going to think about how to compare and maybe judge a couple of attractions. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I'd like to introduce my guest. He's Dan Cisneros. Did I say your name right, I hope? Awesome! Uh, he is the uh, the boxing guru, as it is. Uh, he's actually the person who wrote the tale of the tape. And uh, you know what? I'm going to let you describe what the book is all about. Oh, thanks, Dave. Well, first of all, it's nice to meet you in person, finally. <laughs> <It's really laughs> yeah. <better. laughs> um, yeah, Disney Tale of the Tape, Theme Park Boxing by uh, Theme Park Press. And it is, I think, an unusual book. It is kind of, it's, I would say it's like 85% Disney and maybe 15% boxing. Really, it's, it's actually a matchup of different Disney experiences. We got some, some rides, a uh, restaurant, a couple of snacks in there, and we actually matched them up head to head. And it's, you know, there's a referee in there, but that's kind of just for color. You know, someone has to keep order in the ring there. And we have three uh, Disney celebrity judges, expert judges, uh, you being one of them. And um, it's a lot of fun. We just we just put the, the two um, attractions up against each other, write a little bit about what they are, and there's an actual little tale of the tape in boxing. The tale of the tape, of course, is the height, the weight, the reach, you know. But this tale of the tape will tell you the ride duration, the type of attraction it is, the location. And then we go, uh, each round is a different category. So it might be the queue. It might be the location or the thrills and there's just all these different categories the three judges will give their opinions about each attraction and they will give a score and at the end of the bout we total it up just like a real boxing match and we declare a winner it's very cool and when you first approached me um you reached out and you would asked if i'd be a judge in this and i was like what? I had that moment of just, what are we talking about here? And then after I saw your concept, I was like, what a great idea to kind of do them as matchups and talk about them in different ways because you, you really kind of challenged me. And I think, you know, judging from some of the other uh, responses that you got, you know, reading through some of the other uh, things as I read through the book and some of the uh, things you shared with me, I realized that I think a lot of people thought about it in a kind of a unique way because you were challenging us to think about these attractions and these the dining experiences in different ways, ways that mo- you don't normally think about right off the bat. It's kind of like, well, why, why do you like the queue? What is it about this queue that's better than that queue? What is it about this room that's better than that room? And it challenges you to start thinking about it. Well, it's not just about the theming. It's about the bedding. It's about, you know, what's who it's for, how far away it is from the bus stop, whatever other things might come up. It really was kind of neat to think about it from a whole other perspective. Absolutely, David. Yeah, it, it, um, you know, 
it even surprised me because when I would reach out to you guys and I would get the responses back, you guys came up with looking at things in ways that I didn't even think of. And that I was actually just enjoying reading your scorecards, your responses. It was, you know, it was really interesting because, you know, I, re- I look back, I look at some of the ones that I judged and I see what other people had to say um, about the same topics. And I think, wow, you know, it's, it's interesting because I have a very uh, distinct perspective. It's my own. And obviously everyone else does too. And, and not everyone agreed with what I said. And that's okay. I think that's what makes it kind of fun. But they explained to me why they had a difference of opinion. And that, that made it a little bit more interesting in some ways because it made me stop and think and go, well, wait a minute, you know, they've got a good point here. What, why didn't I think about it that way? Yeah, because it's exactly, exactly that. Um, same thing with me. So, some of the rounds that I thought, you know, one uh, one of the combatants or one of the contestants would win for sure in that round, I would get a scorecard back, and just someone would go completely the opposite. And like you said, they would they would explain why, and I would just think, you know, wow, that that's true. That's amazing. <laughs> I can see how that person would think that. One good example was in the matchup between, uh, I think it was Dinosaur and the, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And I believe you were one of the judges for that one, right? Right, that's correct. Yes, yes. And w- one of the categories was, uh, I think it was the ride vehicles. Well, I was thinking that the uh, ECB vehicle of the Dinosaur ride was going to be a, a sure, you know, a big winner in that round. Right. And one of the judges, I believe it was Nathan Palmer, who was an actual boxing judge, uh, but he um, is a big Disney fan, a big fan of Walt Disney World. He actually went with Pooh because I, I believe he was the one that didn't like, uh, you know, the jolting effect of the ECVs. I was shocked, but you know, when he when he explained it, it made total sense to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, it's it's cool because I had to stop and think about it. You know, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the of the ECV, but it does something really cool that they that they engineered it to do. But yet. The honeypot is so cute. It's it's one of those things where you have to kind of take it and weigh it out and figure out what the right answer is there. Absolutely. Just like in a real boxing match. Uh, uh, I was a boxing judge for 10 years for pro boxing. And sometimes, you know, you'll have a split decision and you think, well, why, why would this judge give this round to this, to this particular boxer? But in that way, too, you know, it's a matter of what do you like? Do you like the cute, you know, the cute cuddly ride of Winnie the Pooh? Or the aggressive, scary ride of Dino, you know, and it just—it's fun to hear you guys, the, the judges that I had in this book, just amazing people that I just had no idea that I don't know the the way they expressed themselves, the way you all expressed yourselves, just. I think that really made the book. That really did make the book. Oh, thank you. And and I really, you know, I, when I when I started writing, I, I became a little bit more passionate about it. Because at first I was like, okay, I could write a sentence or two. And then you start to think about it and you go, wow, I can write something really meaningful here. And I I think all the judges did from what I gather in, you know, reading through the book. It looks like everybody kind of took their time and, you know, thought it through and explained themselves really well. Was good at articulating exactly what they liked oh. about whatever. Oh, it, uh, Dave, it just, it blew me away. I did not expect, okay, there was kind of a format shift in the book when I first started. And at first, I would I would ask the judges to just score a winner for the round in a short little, maybe one-line, you know, blurb about it. And uh, eventually, I saw that there's just so much more to be said that I finally got back to the judges and said, okay, guys, well, go ahead and tell me what you really think. You know? And there were some long, beautiful score, scoring uh, remarks that were just... I mean, the more you guys wrote, the better it was, and I'm just so glad that it turned out that way. Uh, a couple, uh, you actually, David, you were one of the ones that got on. I think a little bit later, right? 
and I'm so glad you were because, Dave, I got to tell you, you filled in some holes. Uh, it was hard to match up. I always assume that people, anybody that's been to Disney World has been to Disneyland, and anybody who's been to Disneyland has been to Disney World. I don't know what I was thinking because it just didn't turn out that way. <laughs> so I needed, I knew from your podcast that you were a true expert, and I, I believe you were even a cast member. Correct. So I knew that you really knew your stuff, and boy, I, I can't thank you enough because you really plugged some holes. You did some tough ones, um, especially that uh, the one, the battle between the pirate rooms at, uh, I mean, at uh, Caribbean Beach Resort against the Royal Rooms at the uh, Port Orleans Riverside. I needed you for that one, Dave. That one might not have made the book, and you really put some holes for it. And that, that was actually a really fun one, because I had to stop and think about it. You know, I'd seen all the rooms, and uh, didn't know, you know, wasn't exactly sure what they all had in them. You know, I, I'd seen them, I, and I'd never stayed in them. So I had to take some time and phone a friend and uh, get a little help. But after I thought about it for a little bit, I was like, oh, I know enough about these that I can answer this question. Uh, because there's because there's some very uh, tangible things about them, whether there's an elevator or where it's located on the property or, you know, how well it's thought through or whether it's just kind of thrown together in a sense. You know, all of those things come into that. And I realized, you know, I've started digging deep into my into my brain there and I'm like wow I know more than I probably should that's kind of <laughs> kind of funny in its own weird way <laughs> I can't thank you guys enough you did just such a great job I just I'm so pleased with the the way it all turned out Lynn uh, Tester wrote the foreword for the book turns out he's a big boxing fan and um, I was really honored that he was that he would you know he would say okay of course Lynn's the uh, co-author of the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World book series and he's you know Having him on board was really, really something. I was just totally honored. But I believe he was also one of the judges in that same bout with the Port Orleans. Roots yes. And the, yeah. Yeah, he was. So between between you two, you know, it just. It came out to be a pretty good battle. It did, and it was it was interesting to see where it all netted out, and to find out how it all netted out, you should read the book. A little plug yes. there. <laughs> yes, so let me ask you a question about you know how the book got started. I mean, it's an interesting topic. Uh, you know, obviously judging it in a boxing sense is a is a clever idea. How did you come up with the idea to to do the book in the first place? Yeah, Dave, I tell you, it's, it's funny. It just kind of fell into my lap. I tell you. I, I was approached by Bob McLean of Theme Park Press. Uh, at the time, he had a, a website called Disney Dispatch, which was a lot of fun. Had some uh, uh, actual Disney legends on there that wrote for him. And he asked me about, okay, well, I had started a blog called Disney Fountain of Youth, just a blog. Everybody has a little blog. Didn't think much of it. I just, I would tell about our, our trips and some little tips and things like that and put some pictures on there. And it was just a little fun thing to do as a little hobby. I guess Bob found that. And he approached me about, uh, he could see that I was involved in boxing, and he said, hey, I have an idea. And it was really his idea. He said, let's, uh, how about if we do it in a boxing theme, in a boxing way, we'll match up some attraction and, and put them there, and you can have a column on the website. I said, yeah, that sounds fun. That was great. So I did that, and the column ran for about a year. Uh, I think Bob finally uh, sold the website, and it kind of, you know, it disappeared and kind of ran down from there. So... Okay, well, it was fun while it lasted, and I just, you know, moved on. And I had retired in 2015 from the Postal Service. I was a mailman for 30 years, and um, I had a little spare time. And one day, I got an email from Bob, and he said, Hey, do you remember me? I'm Bob McLean. You did a, a column for me in Disney Dispatch. How would you like to make a book out of it? And I thought, wow. I mean, um, at first, Dave, I was a little scared. I mean, I thought... As a, just a little column, you know, yeah, that's fine, but book-worthy, I wasn't sure about that. 
But I thought about it, and my wife kind of said, you know, yeah, she thought I could do it. So I said, okay, let's give it a try. And it, it went from there. That, that's how the book came about. That's pretty cool. It's a good story, too. You know, those things that just happen in life, they kind of fall in your lap in a way. Yes. Exactly. That unexpected sort of thing. You know, I'm, I'm always amazed, I, you know, kind of an aside, I'm always amazed at some people that I hear from once in a while who say, hey, I've I visited your site, I've listened to your podcast, really like what you're doing. And then you go, wait, is this so-and-so? And you realize that it's somebody connected with Disney in some way who's just reaching out and saying thank you. And it's like, that's yeah. really cool, you know, because it, it gives some gives some life to this. It makes me realize why I'm doing this, that it's fun and I'm, you know, I'm reaching out to somebody. And then when I hear from somebody who's not a Disney person and they come to me and they say, Hey, I learned something about X or I enjoyed hearing about Y, whatever that is, it's just fun. And they say, you know, I I like hearing what you have to say. And it's like, that's great. And that's why we do this because it's that combination of everything, right? Of people coming together. Oh, absolutely. It is. And I'll tell you, Dave, when I was uh, working with the postal service and it was a tough job, it was a the last few years there were really tough. I was hanging on. And my daughter and son-in-law got me a, a little uh, iPod Nano. Okay. I'm a little bit technically challenged now. I'm not sure how old you are, but I'm pretty sure I'm probably older than you are. <laughs> anyway, they got that for me, so I started loading up the Disney podcasts on there. Yours was one of them. Oh, cool. And I'd like to thank you right now because your podcast and some of the others helped get me through those last years. You know, I would load it up with the Disney podcast and slap on my headphones and go to work. And it just got me through each day. And I just can't believe now that I actually, you know, I'm collaborating with you on a project. I just think that's so cool. It is, it is really cool. And one thing I'll say about the Disney community, and this has opened up to everybody who's listening to this podcast, it's a really fun community. We're all just like this one big happy family in a way because we're all sharing our passion and love for Disney. I happen to have some knowledge about some portions of it. Other people have other other knowledge. You know, you get you get the gurus, you know, the, the Lentestas of the world and so forth who, who know probably a little bit more from a different perspective but are great people, you know, and I, I knew, I know Len from outside of the Disney World's things because uh, he and I worked together for a period of time. So oh, okay. you know, it's one of those kind of random things in life that, you know, I knew him as, a, as somebody outside of the Disney community before I found out that he was in the Disney community. Not that he, did, <laughs> not that he didn't wear it on his sleeve, but it was one of those things where you just kind of figure it out. It's like, oh, right, you're Len, you know, that moment. But it was really cool because, you know, he's just, he's a great guy. And uh, he was he was a lot of fun to work with, too. So, you know, another story oh, I, on that. I, I can imagine so. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, um, it's amazing what you said about the Disney community. And I write about it a little bit in the book there. Um, it's, it's, I had no idea, Dave. Uh, when we, we went to Disney World in 1994 for the first time with our family. And then uh, in 2009, we made a return trip. But around 2008, I started researching and I had no idea, Dave, I had no idea it was this alternate universe out there of Disney fans. <laughs> I had no idea. And I started digging around, and I, I just, I was completely blown away. I had no idea that any such thing existed. And the more I dug, the more I found it. It was just, I, I was I was so happy to find other people that were just as Disney crazy as I was, you know. <laughs> uh, it was a really pleasant surprise to, to find that. Yeah, it really, it really is kind of neat. And it, you know, as you go out to different sites and you hit some of the message boards or you go to the Facebook pages or whatever, whatever your chosen method is to, to get to content, it's, it's really good because there's so many people out there and they're so, they're so passionate about things. And uh, some yeah. people just want to learn more and some people have a lot to share. And it's, it's, a, it's a great community. It's, uh, it's been yeah, a lot of fun. You know, and it, and, it really it, and I love meeting people too. That's one of the one of the things. I'm just I'm a person who just talks. That's why I started the podcast because <laughs> I like to talk. 
but I, I enjoy meeting people who just, you know, who, who have a similar interest and, you know, they want to learn more or they want to ch- share something with me. It's, it's fun. It makes it, it makes it all really cool. So that's why when you reached out about the book, I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity to, uh, you know, to kind of express myself in writing instead of, you know, vocally and, uh, and yeah. do something a little different, but still have that same point of view, uh, about things that I like and things that I'm passionate about. Oh, I, I was just so glad that you, that you agreed to do it. I can't thank you enough. <laughs> that's cool. So, um, what are your plans for the future? You have more books in mind. You're going to be doing more. Are you, uh, traveling to Disney world anytime soon? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, we're always traveling to Disney World. We go at least three or four times a year. Um, my wife and I are DDC members, and we love to take the daughter and her family and the grandkids and friends and, you know, whoever we can get, get on board, we're always ready to go. Uh, as far as another book, it's looking good. It's looking like the publisher's kind of been hitting around about possible Disney Tale of the Tape Volume 2. Very cool. So you're going to need to sharpen up your judging skills here, and Dave, and you might be called on for another round of boxing matches Disney style oh great you know as long as you don't give me any more uh, pirate themed rooms versus princess themed rooms no it's all good I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) you know I I like to be challenged once in a while so you know challenging me you know really makes me think uh, and you know have to have to consider a lot of things it's like wow you know you start to think about things deeper than maybe you would otherwise it's absolutely in fact and and, you know uh, there was there was a total of I believe it was 10 judges if I could name them off real quick, Dave, would that be okay? Yeah, that'd be great. Sure, okay. Well, uh, Jerry Cornell, he's, he's, uh, runs uh, ThemeParkology.com, and that's, uh, he does these great Disney videos. And I didn't know about him. I thought about him through the book. I mean, it's just like I got connected. That was another step in, in my Disney connections. He's quite a guy. Uh, Randy Crane is the author of Faith in the Magic Kingdom, and he did a great job. Uh, Jimmy Horn from the Disney Nerds podcast, and he's also a... Uh, travel agent has his own company and he's quite a guy he, he answered the call he was one of the first ones on board actually uh krista joy from disneyways.com did one one bout uh of course dave kennedy i think you did three bouts if i'm not mistaken i think that's right um and then um i found a an actual pro boxing judge gary Merritt. i think he's about 70 years old he's retired from from uh judging uh he judged well over 1,600 pro boxing matches, including world titles. He, he did bouts uh, in 27 states and around the world. And it turned out he is a Walt Disney, fanat- uh, Walt Disney World fanatic. <laughs> I, I was surprised, and, and uh, I was so pleased to meet him. Uh, Nathan Palmer is a pro boxing judge who does world title fights from uh, Indiana, and he's a Disney World lover, too. Uh, John Sakari, he's uh, known as Big Fat Panda from BigFatPanda.com. Uh, incredible YouTube presence, did a great job. My daughter, <laughs> Monica Segura, she's a Disney nut, of course. You know, she's my daughter. How could she help help it? <laughs> and uh, she got on board, and of course, uh, Len Testa, you know, got in there too to be a judge. So. No, you can't, and and it's interesting too because you pick from different different people, uh, different groups there. Because you know the Disney people I'm familiar with, I know them sort of uh, not personally really, but I know them through the work that they do. Right. The the boxing judges I don't know, but you know I thought the work that they did was pretty good too because they you know they're providing a perspective and a point of view from a from a slightly different point of view because they don't produce content for Disney all the time or about Disney all the time. Right. You know, just as a fan of the, of the attractions. And that was a great view. But having you guys, the insiders, that, that really, that's what fascinated me. I mean, I've read my own book here, just looking at what you guys wrote, and I just, I just can't get over it, because 
I, I can't say it enough. I was so impressed. Yeah, that's cool. By the knowledge. I was I was glad to be involved. You know, I was I was flattered to be asked. It's always nice when somebody comes out of the woodwork and says something. You know, you just comes knocks on your door and says, "Hey, can you help me with this?" And it's Disney related and it's fun. It's always fun to jump in and just do it. If I if I have the time, you know, I'll I'll try and do it. It's that's that's my take on it. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I did have a few people that just you know politely said, "No, I'm not able to," and that was fine. Uh, I was just um, pleased to have them respond back and let me know that they couldn't do it. A few that I reached out to. But uh, practically everybody that I asked was, was ready to get on board once I, once I was able to explain what it was all about. Because at first they thought, you know, wait a minute, you know, a boxing book. <laughs> but I had to explain, no, 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 it's not a boxing book. It's not it's Mickey versus Goofy. Book. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so there was a little confusion there. Some folks thought it might be a kiddie book. Some right. thought it would be a boxing book. But once I got it explained and showed them as an example of what, what it was all about, you know, the book got rolling and. And uh, we were able to put things together. I just—I'm really pleased with the way it came out. I think Disney fans, Disney parks fans, are really going, really going to enjoy it. I really think they—they they will like this because it is kind of different. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a book quite like this. Part, part uh, guide book and part uh, fantasy. Um, It's—I would think it's pretty unusual. Yeah. No. Definitely. So I gotta gotta ask you. You know, you're a Disney World fan. So do you have a favorite theme park of the four? Epcot. I like to hang out at Epcot. Uh, um, you know, in my younger years, I'm sure I would have said Magic Kingdom, but for me, I think it's Epcot. I just think it's a beautiful place. It's big and it's relaxing. And being a being a retired grandpa, that's right up my alley. There you go. That that's it. And uh, do you have a favorite attraction? Something you like? Uh, favorite attraction. Mm. Mm. Well, at, at Disneyland, I'm, I'm I, I like the Indiana Jones Adventure. That's oh, very cool. That's pretty amazing. Um, in Walt Disney World, I've always kind of said Haunted Mansion, but as far as a thrill ride, I kind of like Expedition Everest. Yeah, there you go. That, that, that one really, those two are up there, but I love them all, but yeah, those yeah. are the two that probably stick out in my head. Very cool. You know, I always like to ask that question because I like to get perspective from people, you know, what they like and, you know, what, what, what motivates them, you know, kind of what, what, you know, what moves them to, uh, uh to the parks. That's cool. Yeah. So the name of the book is, uh... Disney Tale of the Tape. Thank you. And I, you know, I, I, I'll put a link to it in my show notes page so you can go out and check it out. Um, highly recommend you, you get a copy of it. And not just because I'm a judge, but because it's actually a fun book and it's something that's really different. It's available through Amazon. And uh, you can get a copy uh, very easily. I believe you can get it through your Kindle if you like. Uh, there's lots of ways, uh, different formats you can get it in. So check it out. All right. I appreciate it, David. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming on my podcast and talking about the book. It was it was fun to catch up with you and actually get to meet you in person as well. Oh, it's, it's my honor. It's an honor, David. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And remember, folks, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there, please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading 
one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. 